Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Coming to you live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy Special Edition right here, Draft Night. 2018 tell you what we got we got five quarterbacks a generational running back and a handful of wide receivers getting ready to find out their destination as we bang the gavel on the 2018 fantasy football season i am Corey parson the fantasy executive you may have thought i was gone no i'm not gonna abandon you i'm still gonna help you win chip after chip and, of course, I got roll with me. Let me start off with the round table as we take you pick by pick through the NFL draft. Get ready to introduce you to the fantasy football stars of the next generation right here in the middle. My guy, Spitting Speeds, Fantasy Freestyle, Spitting Speeds. Of course, Roto Experts, the weekend edition, the smoothest dude in the room, my man Mike Blewett. And, of course, the czar of the playbook, suited and booted. My man, Emery Hunt. Gentlemen, here we go. Draft night 2018. Had a lovely time doing this last year. Expect to have a lovely time tonight also. Got a lot of people joining the program. The homie Craig Carton's going to stop through. Jake Seeley, the all-in kid. Scott Engel. We got Sterling Shepard and Terrell Pryor in the building. Hope to circle them in at some time. Of course, it's draft night. Rock and Rollies is popping, so you know what that means. It's co-eds all around the joint. I'm quite sure at some time they'll invade Studio 34. Mike Blue, let me get it started with you. Five quarterbacks. Nobody knows what's going to happen. What do you think, my man? Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely five QBs uh, coming off the board in the first round. Uh, we can probably lose that sixth quarterback that have been mocked out many times in Mason Rudolph, but uh, while it's been... While it's been uh, up and down on where Lamar Jackson will go, I think people have convinced themselves that he's a first-round talent. Uh, I've been thinking it was Darnold at number one for a long time. Uh, it, it seems like I'm being doubted by some of the reporters in the Cleveland area, so we'll see exactly what happens at one. I like Darnold. It looks like the Browns like Baker. All right. Spitting speeds. My man, what's cracking? Yeah, man. I actually... I'm with Blewett over here. I think Darnold is the best of the bunch. If you talk about Baker Mayfield, at his height, you need to be Drew Brees or Russell Wilson. I don't think he's either one of them. I think Josh Rosen is uh, going to get concussed in the NFL, if you want to know the truth. And he's almost too intelligent, they say. I don't know. I think he's more Jay Cutler than Aaron Rodgers. Uh, but I'm on the gravy train with my man Emery. I think that whoever gets Lamar Jackson, if he winds up in the right situation, could be a dynamic weapon as early as the 2018 fantasy football season. Jerry's Football Palace in North Texas is the location. Spitting speeds. We got two New York teams on the clock early. But E, my man. Two New York teams on the clock early. We're in Midtown Manhattan in New York City. What way do the Jets and the Giants go? Or should I say what way should the Jets and the Giants go? As it looks like Roger Goodell is beginning to approach the podium. Well, I think when you look at the Giants, they have probably the 
they hold the cards to the entire yeah. draft. You know, because they can go running back, quarterback, O line, D line, corner. Quite honestly, so they can go anywhere. Um, the Jets obviously made the move to go up and get a quarterback, so they're going quarterback. The Giants will probably play off what the Browns do at one to make their decision. So it's interesting because we know we're here in Midtown Manhattan. Giants and Jets don't normally pick this high together, and so at least both, not the Giants, right? But <laughs> yeah. both of these teams are, are sitting here, so both of these fan bases are live and heavy here, waiting to hear those picks. So I think they probably can go. I know the Jets will have to go quarterback. Giants, depending on what the Browns do, if the Browns do the wrong thing, then the Giants could reap the benefit of taking a Saquon. Barkley. All right, so there you go, gentlemen. We are in Studio Thirty Four, live Midtown Manhattan. I am focused on the broadcast. Portion, the program, stuff like that. Oh, really? So as the picks come in, oh, we got you. You got me covered. I got you because got I, you. I can't turn around and look this way and that so way. So we could jump on in, being like, "Yo, it's going down." Uh, of Dell apparently is Mike getting Florio booed. Mike Florio told me Roger Goodell right. is getting booed. He stole a championship from America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> by <laughs> unfortunately and unwillingly, with no justice, spending Ezekiel Elliott. He's booed so loud you can't hear him talk. That's what I'm talking. Look at Shorty. That's what I'm talking about. But they, br- uh, they brought him up there. F- a hundred thousand Dallas Cowboy fans, full throated, booing that fraud Roger Goodell. But they brought him out there with Starback and all the other Cowboys I don't legends. Care. They're booing those guys. They could have brought him out there with Jerry Jones. He stole a championship from the Dallas Cowboys. He deserves to get booed. And there are all sorts of heated because the Fly Eagles fly. No, no Fly. Wait, 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 Aren't look, all those no, Cowboys no, no, fans upset? Spit no? speed. Fly, Eagles, fly. Don't start that. Got the great crew downstairs. My man, Mike Florio, Frankie Baby, Frank Stanford, the great Nando Defino. It's going to be a fun time. We probably go sometime past midnight. That's what we did last year. Um, special shout out to the Pilks at DKMS. Absolutely. You know the great work they do trying to eliminate blood cancer. They bring us this program tonight. They bring you, excuse me, this program tonight with limited interruptions, meaning we don't have to go to break. Or, nice. you know, we're going to figure it out, get the break from time to time. What but if I have to go part, to the bathroom? It's four hours. Don't Five worry hours. about it. Just get up and roll. All right, okay. Get, and, then, and when you get up and roll on the way back, if you we see one in Leonard Williams the bar, if you see year. one in the bartenders on your way right. out, we'll make it happen. Make sure that happens. Who so we got coming in the studio. Oh, dang. Talk about Andy the bartenders. Coming on. Andy Singleton. Shout out to the fan tracks. I'm quite Absolutely. sure they'll have fantasy football drafts starting. Shout out to Listen, the Listen, we are banging the gap. We got to get the draft started, Corey. Fantasy football season. We got shots. Look at that. We got coronas. I don't know who this is who on. Who else is doing this? Who is this Only on? the Fantasy Sports Network does it like this. You can Thank watch you, something sir. on ESPN. All right, so All right, we go. going to the we we're about to, the to find out who we going, going to find out. Who you think it is right is now? At the podium. I think he, they need to go Barkley and take whatever quarterback falls. Well, maybe he's a, maybe he's announcing that uh, they're going to start the draft, put the Browns on the clock now. All right, so the Cleveland Browns are on the clock. The Cleveland Browns once again on the clock. E. Hugh Jackson is being gifted, or at least the opportunity to be gifted with what I think could be the best offense in the AFC. If they want to make that happen, who does the pick need to be right here? The pick has to be Saquon Barkley, number one. If they want it to happen like we think it could happen, make the pick Saquon Barkley, then double back at four and pick Lamar Jackson. You do that, your offense is going to be cooking with fish grease, and they're going to be tough to defend each and every Sunday. You can't game plan. Run pass option, run the Philadelphia Eagles a Super Bowl. Imagine a run pass option with 
Barkley, and Jackson. Spitting speeds, what we got, my man? Oh, I like that as well. I would go Saquon and take whichever one falls to them at four. They have been linked to Allen and Mayfield and Darnold, so why not take the back? And then you go to war with T-Mobile, with Carlos Hyde and Saquon, Josh Gordon, David Njoku, uh, Landry, an above-average offensive line. That is the path out of the basement of the NF, I mean, of the AFC North. Mike Blewett. A lot of different pieces, a lot of the ways they could go. You know he's a Lamar Jackson guy. Yeah. You know Saquon Barkley's the top guy on the board as mm-hmm. far as talent concerned. Mm-hmm. What do you think the Cleveland Browns need to do if they want to – they've won one game in two years, for Christ's sakes. Wasn't even on a Sunday. I saw – I mean, the issue for me really is what if you put all these pieces together and they go out and they win five games? Does Hugh Jackson stick around? No. Nope. And then I, I, I need to think of a long-term plan, and I don't know if Hugh Jackson should be in it. So – I have no problem with E saying that Lamar Jackson's his top quarterback. I think it's reasonable. I think he's an extremely talented first-round quarterback. Uh-huh. I'm just of the opinion that uh, Darnold is the type of guy that can learn under Taylor. Uh-huh. I have no problem if they pick Barkley at four. If he's there at four and they pass on him, that's a huge mistake. Or if they trade out. Because there is conceivably a path to three quarterbacks in the top right. three, regardless of who those are. <laughs> thought, that was a, thought that was a real joke. Our producers Florio are chirping in our ear. I'm not going to fool with Mike Florio. He just told <laughs> me that in my ear. At the Browns training for, for Dak Prescott. Why would he do this to me? Yeah. Mike Florio is supposed to be my friend. You know that, right? I wouldn't not mind it. very friendly. If I were you, you might not mind having that number one picker instead of Dak. Then what, 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 listen, I'm not going to get into that with you, Mike Blue. Don't start with me tonight. I know. It's just the first Look, segment. This is I'm a special to... tonight for my Dallas Cowboys. You yeah. do understand this, right? We'll see who they pick. Because we got Roger Goodell. We got the enemy in our house. Mm-hmm. We'll see who they pick. 100,000 Dallas Cowboy fans. So, um, you know, I, I'm of the opinion that I would just take the QB at one. I understand why people want Barkley because he could be an off-the-charts kind of talent. But at the end of the day, I'm having a lot of issues with Hugh Jackson being the head coach there. I don't think he's a guy that think that can get them to the next level. Eight and eight, sure. But then why is he there? You're supposed to be building towards a championship as low as it's been right now. I just get concerned that he's in charge with some of these other offensive pieces that are being brought in. Wouldn't the Browns love to go eight and eight? <laughs> After the back-to-back season, no, next year. No, but listen, but E, no, I'm saying long-term, it's going eight and eight. I don't mean next when you've got the kind of talent on the team, Josh Gordon, if he can stay clean yeah. on the outside, Jarvis Landry in the slider, up-and-coming Corey Coleman. Right now, you got hot in the backfield. You could put Barkley in the backfield. Joku, e, Joku, and um, yeah, exactly. E, they talk. This is Hugh Jackson's team right here. This is his job. Hugh Jackson's supposed to be like this quarterback guru, quarterback whisper type guy. We haven't seen it yet. Any other coach go 1-31 in, in two years, his ass is on the street. Hugh Jackson's not. I don't want no more than a month for Hugh Jackson to get this right this year or else he's on the street. Yeah, I, I think it's not even about Hugh Jackson. I, I'm keeping my eye closely uh, attached to uh, the new offensive coordinator in, um, that came over from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, yeah. Yo, Todd Haley. So Yo, I think Todd Haley, Haley, the most hated man in the NFL. And here's a guy that runs that Erhard Perkins though. offense, which is the same offense that the Patriots run, um, which is the same offense that quietly Louisville runs. So mm. I'm just saying, it, it makes too much sense. So we know it's not gonna happen. The Browns gonna end up taking two tackles in the top four, and I'll be sitting up here drinking <laughs> all of these shots. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, blew it. K 
can they do it? Can they take Barkley here and get the quarterback in form? Like, you know what? Let's do it. The, the but remember, problem, Carlos Hyde is on the team now. Carlos Hyde, Carlos Hyde is an afterthought. If, right. if, if Saquon Barkley hurt. is in the mix, Carlos Hyde has to be an afterthought. There's not a huge monetary commitment. They are still well under the cap. My problem with that strategy is Barkley and take who's ever left is, is that I think you have to have a very clear ranking of whom you want to take. And if Barkley is their number one ranked player, fine. But if they're just saying, well, we'll see, let the chips fall where they may, and they were really secretly in love with a specific quarterback, then I think that's the wrong strategy. Well, isn't the uh, Jets essentially doing that when they moved from 6-3? to three? Say that again. Is, aren't the Jets essentially doing that, moving from 6-3? to three, Like, we'll take whichever, whichever quarterback. Let the chips yeah, fall Yeah, I don't think that was a may. good strategy. I don't think the Jets guarantee themselves anything. They may end up getting... They may end up getting lucky and uh, ultimately get the quarterback that they like, but I don't think the Jets guaranteed anything for themselves. Mike, let me, hop in, right Mike let me hop in right here. Of course, the age and the generation of social media. Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield is live on his Instagram stream, and as the Cleveland Browns are on the clock, on his live Instagram story, Baker Mayfield is answering the, the telephone. I don't know what that means. I said he was going to be Broadway mm-hmm. Baker. Broadway Bakers. I'm, I'm, I'm just shocked that everybody. Number one pick in the draft, E. I think back to the Rose Bowl, and they took the football out of his hands against the Georgia Bulldogs. That's the NFL defense. Let me ask you guys this straight up: Would across the board, would you take Case Keenum or Chase Daniel in the top five? No. no. Then why are we talking about Baker Mayfield? Because last he year, could Baker be Mayfield, Russell Wilson or Drew Brees. But we know he's not because last year Baker Mayfield was thinking about coming out in the draft and the advisory committee gave him a third or fourth round grade, told him to go back. What changed? He played the same game this year that he played last year when he was a Heisman finalist. So what changed in Baker Mayfield's game that made him this can't-miss prospect? I failed to see it. He they, grabbed his crotch. Well, <laughs> he, grabbed his crotch. he started wearing a headband, so I don't know. You but know? I just think that you know Mayfield has been a little bit overrated from what we've seen on film. And like you mentioned, those close games. You can go back to Tennessee. You can go back to Kansas State. You can go back to uh, Georgia. It's a trend. Mm-hmm. When you pressure guys that are not used to dealing with pressure, they tend to fold, and that's where Baker Mayfield struggles. He also has that knock of being the Big 12 quarterback, right? And we know that these quarterbacks that come out of that conference where no defense is played and the spread offenses may have you know difficulty taking snaps under center, understanding the NFL playbook. So these are things you got to consider as Six well. Six of Baker. those Big 12 defenses were in the bottom 30, so ranked outside of 100 in passing defense. Six of his opponents were terrible passing defenses. They all threw a lot of yards on one another. I'm not particularly impressed by the numbers. I would also submit, before Baker gets drafted right here, the most criminally underrated prospect in this draft is the cop with the stick on Baker. <laughs> yeah. that was a he could have hurt hit. that man, man. We have uh, beat reporters starting to tweet out that the pick is, in fact, Baker Mayfield. Mayfield Corey, the pick is in. I saw the pick. We're going to be getting this in a couple so seconds. So the pick is in right here, and it sounds everything is pointing to this being the pick being Baker Mayfield. Mike, I'm going to start with you on this one. Mm-hmm. This dude, for, he shot up through the draft process. What, what, what changed? Obviously, he, the coaching staff and John Dorsey and Scott McLuhan fell in love with him. Scott McLuhan, so it is Baker Mayfield that goes number one overall in this draft. Scott McLuhan is a very highly respected talent evaluator. He was formerly with Washington. Now he's advising with the Browns. He thinks that Baker is the guy that take him to the next level. I've I've said my questions. I've, I've said my piece about Baker many times and over. I hope it works out for the Browns. I'm a Steelers fan, but I don't want to see them be 0-16 again. Let's swing it back again. this way. Spitting speeds. Baker Mayfield, the first pick of the 2018 NFL Draft. He'll get ready to come 
you know, Dell, he'll get ready to, to get it done. And Roger, and, oh, God, I'm sick of that but guy. You know I don't want to look us, at him. We get it on social media. We get it early. We are breaking picks before ESPN, before the NFL Network. That's why people got to be locked on the Fantasy Sports Network. No doubt about it. All right, so let's get ready to, to, to do this right here. Breaker Mayfield, E, you think this is the wrong pick. <laughs> I cannot believe they took Case Keenum number one overall. Um it's just amazing to me because here's the thing. Baker Mayfield can play. He's not a terrible passer. He's a guy right. that can play. But the problem is when you put him in a condensed situation, this is the part that no one talks about. The college game, the hash marks are wider, which means you can essentially spread out a defense and find where the pressure points are coming from. And in the NFL, the hash marks are closer, which means the pressure comes quicker, which means your decisions have to be quick. And we saw in that Georgia game, when Georgia turned up the heat, he could not make a decision. He sacked himself a couple of times in that fourth quarter to the point where they took the ball out of his hands in that fourth quarter overtime. And I think that's the problem with a guy like Baker Mayfield. Right, so let's, let's, and they also, Oklahoma always plays with a dominant offensive line right. in that conference. They regularly have offensive line prospects that play in two-point stances because there's no pass rush, and he's constantly free to do what he wants. He's got a clean uniform a lot of times after he's playing three quarters, clean uniform. So, yeah, it's Baker Mayfield, number one overall pick to the Cleveland Browns in this 2018 draft. And, you know, obviously we, most Mike, of us think here I want to stay. Mistake. I want to stay right here with you, yeah. and then I want to get Speeds and Ian on this one yeah. right here. Let's go ahead and break it down. Jarvis Landry, Carlos Hyde for now, yeah. Corey Coleman, if we're lucky, a healthy and sober and clean Josh Gordon. Mm-hmm. Hugh Jackson is the coach. Tyrod on the team now. What does Baker Mayfield do for the Cleveland Browns in 2018, and how does that affect his fantasy stats? Uh, next no. to zero, it would have to require a Tyrod Taylor injury for him to do anything. I actually do think that's a positive for him, that he can sit for a year, learn in whatever system it is that they choose to run. If it's Todd Haley's system, it gives him a chance to learn. Obviously, Haley had a sign-off on this on some level, so he feels like he can work with him. Imagine him going from tutoring Ben or coaching Ben Roethlisberger now to dropping down to uh, tutoring Mayfield. It's a very different type of quarterback. But uh, I don't think it it's a zero for fantasy purposes this year. And if you want him long-term in a dynasty league, be my guest. I'll, pick, I'll be picking other quarterbacks. Spitting speeds. They got pieces, right? That you, you got talented players on the offense. You got a guy that's supposed to know offense. They take Baker Mayfield. Listen, when you draft quarterback 1-1, can you sit him? I think they should sit him. I think Tyrod Taylor, uh, you know, can do things with the Cleveland offense. You talked about all the weapons that they have, Corey, right? I think Tyrod Taylor is actually a decent fit in this offense, a guy who will not turn the ball over with the weapons. I, I would have liked to see them get you know, something else that could augment another part of the team. Because to me, I think Tyrod Taylor has been underrated for a long, long time. I would have, uh, I mean, I understand you need to develop this guy, but he's nothing in the short term for Cleveland. Right. But here's the thing, though, man. Like, Baker Mayfield is a, what, fifth-year senior. So he's about 23 years old. So he should have been here already. Bingo. And also, he's not. he doesn't have upside because he is the oldest of the prospects. Every one of the other quarterback prospects, even Josh Allen, you can make a case for sitting behind Tyrod Taylor. What is a guy that age is going to learn from a guy that he may not even be better than? All right, so listen up. All right, so E, you've been all of these bowl games and, you know, combine and all, and all of this stuff right here. Has he topped out already? Baker Mayfield. I think so. And, I, you know, I think the two guys that have topped out already are Baker Mayfield and Josh Rosen. 
Now they do they have different styles. So you know, and when I look at Rosen, Rosen actually is graded slightly above Mayfield in my opinion. But I think when you look at Mayfield, you're looking at a guy that, like Case Keenum was this year, everything goes well. You know, it's going to be perfect. He he's going to get rid of the football. He has escapability, which is key in his day and age. He's not a statue, so in that sense, he's going to be able to survive uh, if things are not clean. But we also have seen him not survive when things aren't clean. So I think that's a big issue. The Giants pick is in as well. They're seeing it. We're getting reports that there is no trade for the Giants. The Giants have run up to the podium. It is already in. It looks like the pick is Penn State running back Saquon Barkley for the New York football Giants. So we'll confirm that when the commissioner, Roger Goodell, gets to the podium. But see, this is the interesting thing right here. The Giants like Donald. Apparently, they like Saquon Barkley more than they do Donald. They like touchdowns. Oh, they like Eli. Is what it is. They're gonna give that <laughs> Eli's another, a bum, though. Shot for, I agree with you, but they are going to take their shot. Saquon, Bark, uh, Saquon Barkley and Odell Beckham is Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. The quarterback is Eli Manning. I understand that. I understand that. They're going to take their shot. There's a, I mean, there's a couple more days to go in this draft, Corey. We, we, there's warts on a lot of these quarterbacks. It doesn't mean they can't evaluate Davis Webb and whomever else they decide to pick during this draft, and it doesn't mean they can't go 2019 uh, and look for somebody there. All right, so we hear the crowd explosion outside right here at the glass in Lock and Raleigh's in Midtown Manhattan. The Giants fans are definitely in love with this one. Penn State running back can call the generational talent to the point where I don't want to Ever hear the words generational talent again? People are hugging. People are hugging, crying in the bar. Three and thirteen New York Giant fans. I can't believe it. Saquon Barkley comes into the NFC East. Listen, the stud running back Barkley. It's still some issues on this football team. Barkley behind a bad offensive line. What you gonna do? It's still Saquon Barkley. Is he that good? It's one of the worst offensive lines in the league. They signed Nate Solder, but now I said this uh, in the pre-show. The Jaguars were in this position about a year ago where the offensive line wasn't very good and then they drafted Fournette. The Giants are going to have to, at some point, follow that blueprint. They have Barkley now. They're going to have to hammer offensive line second, third round, and uh, again in free agency next year and again in the draft next year. They'll have to add a few more guys to this line. These, this is why it makes sense for me for, for the Giants. 36 touchdowns in two years, Saquon Barkley, rushing touchdowns. Right. Um, that's 252 points. So, to me... I want touchdowns. I need touchdowns. I need interceptions. I need sacks before I need offensive line. And I think, to be honest, the offensive line thing is 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 going to be an ongoing issue. This is where the NFL has an issue with development. That's the position that needs the biggest development, offensive line. So I would rather a veteran as opposed to a rookie, unless you're Orlando Pace, Walter Jones, uh, Tyron Smith, Baselli, those guys. You know, guys right, so, that, so, different. so here we go right here. Shout out to DKMS for you know for letting us go on this special right here. Limited interruptions. Right now, I want to go out the telephone lines, my man, from the morning, Carton and friends, Mr. New York Sports, Craig Carton. Craig, the New York Giants have selected running back Saquon Barkley. New York Jets on the clock. How's it at? Where you at, my man? Uh, it's great. I'm actually at a Jet Giant event in New Jersey with, uh, with my main man, Dwight Gooden, and Jamal Adams, and Evan Ingram, and Plaxico Burris. The place erupted. When they announced uh, the Saquon Barkley pick, Giant fans are loving it. And now every Jet fan's looking at me going, what do you think? <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> now what do we do? The prevailing thought from the folks that I have talked to that are close with the Jets is that they actually like Rosen more than they like Darnold. They also never thought that Darnold 
was going to become available at three, but they they had Rosen higher on their board than they had Darnold. So uh, they're clearly taking a quarterback. The only question now is going to be which one. And I've been told it's going to be Rosen, but again, I've been lied to before. Uh, but this place went bonkers when uh, Barkley got selected, and uh, we're I guess a few minutes away from five minutes away right now from the Jets' pick. So either. You know, I know people have been down on Rosen lately. The Jets are not down on him. I would take Darnold at this point, but uh, I don't know where you guys are at, what you guys think, what the reaction has been so far for you guys. Like you said, in studio, right here in Studio 34, Rock and Raleigh's, it was people hugging, tears being flown, down, tears coming down people's cheeks, Craig, as New York Giant fans are embracing. They feel as if they have their running back of the future. This is a position they have not drafted at with well, but now the J-E-T-S on the clock. Sam Darnold is available for the New York Jets. I think when you look at Darnold, if we go by what these quote-unquote faces in the franchise, then yeah, Darnold's on the board, but if you're going by playmakers, Jets should do the right thing by their fan base, get someone that can put points on the board, but Darnold would be a good fit. He reminds me a lot of Tony Roman, which is a good player. So, Craig, you hear that way he says it's running him a lot of Tony Romo. You got Jet fans out there going crazy in the background, talking about Josh Rosen, talking about Sam Donald. Which quarterback do you personally feel would be the better guy to lead this franchise, the, the team that you root for? My, my, my biggest worry are the concussions with Rosen. Um, I was not impressed with Darnold's second year at USC at all. I also am not a fan of USC quarterbacks for whatever reason. They seem to come out of college very soft, uh, and that's been proven time and time again. Um, I, I, the Buffalo Bills right now are actively trying to get up to this pick or the fourth pick with the Cleveland Browns. And uh, I got a text message just now that the Buffalo Bills are offering almost Ditka-esque all their picks to get up to three or four right now, oh, including next year's first. So the Buffalo Meaning that I go ahead. Go yeah, ahead, Craig. No, I'm with you that. The Buffalo Bills clearly want, I would think, Darnold. Hey Craig, this is Dane Martinez. Um, you think that they would go up and, you know, empty all the bullets in the chamber to go and get Darnold. They've been linked to Josh Allen as well. You though think that if they go ahead and make this move, it would be for Sam Darnold. I don't think they're going to make the move. I don't think the Jets would ever make the move with them. I think their only shot to make it is with Cleveland at four. And I think, again, if the Jets take Darnold here, that makes the point moot. Clearly, then Allen would be their guy. Um, there's a lot of people worried about Rosen purely from a concussion standpoint, not from a talent standpoint or anything else. Uh, I'm here in, in literally a place of 500 Jet Giant fans. And like I said, uh, you know, you know, Dwight Gooden's to my ride and Jamal Adams and Evan Ingram and a bunch of other current Jets and Giants. And uh, just watching the reaction of Evan Ingram was interesting. He was pretty pumped. But of course, you know, when you when you come into the Giants system for a year and you see a Super Bowl winning quarterback uh, who's still coming back next year for another year, you ain't looking for a new quarterback. You're looking for the same guy to stay right there. And here we go. Pick is in. The New York Jets, I believe the pick is in right now. T.S. Jets, Jets, Jets. New York Jets pick is in. You hear the Jets fans in the background. So here we go right here. New York Jets on the clock. They are looking for a franchise quarterback more than likely in this spot right here. Remember, I was saying it on this air for 18 months. The Jets need to get Sam Darnold this year. They they fell in love with Rosen, though. Watch what happens. 
So here we looks go. Looks like the pick is in. Commissioner is starting to make his way to the podium. We're getting reports on social and media that we're going to be fighting on after this pick. So there you go. The Jets on the clock. Got a metropolitan area feel, New York City feel, to the early, early picks in the 2018 New York, excuse me, the 2018 NFL draft. I've been on the hashtag suck for Sam for a long time, brother man. With the J-E-T-S. That's why I got a shot in my hand right now. Let's we got Jet fans ready to celebrate. Southern Cal. Now you say we're in Rock and Rollies. Uh, here, we so go. here we go. The commissioner is Mission making his way to the, to the podium. The this yeah. is what we call excitement right here. This is what you get. I've been telling y'all for a while, Sam Darnold, here it comes, baby. All right. Bang! All right, so there you go right there. The quarterback from USC. There you go. There you go right there. J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 coming right after the New York Giants. Suck for Sam, the hashtag for over a year now. It's finally come full, full circle. Craig, Sam Donald's New York Jet. Let's go right to you. Reaction as a New York Jet fan. Is this hey, the second coming? Is this the second coming of Willie Joe? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it's not. Um, but listen, a year and a half ago, if, if every team would have wanted him, the fact that the Jets got him and the Giants didn't take him is uh, the Jets' good fortune. And it just shows you that people were worried about the concussions with Rosen. And uh, we now have, for the first time in my lifetime, a legitimate all-world prospect at quarterback. I don't mean nothing till he plays for the Jets, but at least we got a guy that we know was thought of by all the experts as a legitimate can't-miss prospect. And now we're going to boom by uh, October 3rd. That's how he handles that. And I appreciate coming out with you guys. You're doing a great job. I look forward to listening to the rest of the show. All right, thanks a lot, Craig. Thanks for checking in. Definitely appreciate you. Don't forget, we're off tomorrow morning, but tomorrow, Monday morning, Carton and Friends live beginning at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Sam Donald, Saquon Barkley, the newest members of the New York area football teams. E, I'm going to go to you. Let's get it cracking right now in instant analysis. Sam Donald, New York Jet, should be the quarterback week one. What I like about Sam <laughs> that was not That was what, not a ringing endorsement. No. <laughs> what I like about Sam Donald is this. He makes mistakes, but he forgets them. Yeah. You have to have that. You have to have short. That's memory. not really a, a great a asset. Yeah, 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 that's a backhanded compliment. That's like, oh, you're the best regular season With a great quarterback. Personality. You're the best regular. Yeah, you got great a great personality. personality. <laughs> he also has athleticism, which is key. Okay, right. Um, being a, a guy that played basketball, being a guy that played another position in high school, he has the ability to move. All of that is important to win today at the quarterback position, and because of how he's built, um, you know. E e message e how he, no no how because of how he's built he's going to get every opportunity to make those mistakes mm -hmm. to then overcome those mistakes because of the way his um his bio is set up so, so i do believe a guy like sam darnold can come in because you don't know what you have in teddy bridgewater he still has to prove to be completely healthy we know which i'm gonna call it uh mccown, McCown is, a, is a stop gap yeah right I'm glad for the Jets because at least they have someone that's talented, somebody that has good upside. To me, I like him better than the uh, the faces of the franchises that everybody talks about in Rosen and Allen. Yes. I agree because, with you on that. Because I do like the fact that he has upside because he's, what, 20 years old? Mm -hmm. so he's going to grow. We've he was a redshirt sophomore. He's going to grow. And I do believe the Jets, when you look at their receiving core and their tight ends, they're set up for success. They weren't bad last year because they had a guy that uh, in, in uh, McCown that – 
was Jekyll and Hyde. Right. And they kind of lost. And then he got hurt, and he lost some games. But the Jets, I think, are a sneaky team that are, are ready to win, uh, whether it's with Good McCown or a guy in uh, Sam Donald as a rookie. Well, you got Mike. Two things. One, as a fellow ginger, I'm happy to welcome him here <laughs> in New York. <laughs> can he room? Can, can Carson you, Wentz, you Sam Darnold, Matt Ryan. We're go. taking over. <laughs> Andy Dalton. Although you know Andy well, Dalton. Andy, uh, yeah, you don't want to brag uh, about probably, that yeah, one. I probably should have left that one out. But um, but secondarily, I do think that Darnold could be a good fit here. And I talked to Brian Costello. He's the New York Jets uh, beat writer for NY Post and WFAN. He said that if the Jets get a QB here, no matter who it was, that it is likely that either Bridgewater or McCown will not be on the team week one. Ter- Teddy Bridgewater is not heavily is not heavily committed. <laughs> is not heavily committed. <laughs> That's a ridiculous note. Got a nice wow. I right have to there. say, got right? A nice little nugget. Sam Darnold's grandfather was the Marlboro man, so hey. it's a nice little note right there. So. <laughs> Uh, but he expects that one of the QBs will be gone. Teddy Bridgewater's uh, monetary commitment was $500,000. He may be so, the one that's out of there. Yeah. I mean, if Teddy can't practice on a regular basis, they'll just find his way All out right, Spittin' Spies, is your New York Jets, J-E-T-S-S, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Yep. Tell me about this roster and tell me what happens. Sam Donald now more than likely projected to be the New York Jets starting quarterback. What does it does for this, What does this do for the skill players for fantasy football purposes? What it does for the skill players that you know, listen, he's going to go through his growing pains. It's not like the Jets' offensive line is one of the most elite. But what I like is the long term idea. I think he's only what twenty years old. He's still young, right? And here's what I like as a Jets fan: you have to kind of acknowledge and admit that as long as Tom Brady is there, it, you're going to have a barrier to the AFC East Championship. It's kind of like LeBron in the Eastern Conference, right? But now they are set up with a quarterback that can develop with upside to be hitting his stride exactly when Tom Brady walks away and the AFC is ripe for the picking. I like where they are in the cycle well, What about Sam Ryan Donald. Tannehill? I'm not concerned <laughs> by that. I'm not concerned by that. Derek Carr, maybe. But yeah. I'm not concerned about Ryan Tanner. All right, so, so far off the board, we got Baker Mayfield, Saquon Barkley, Sam Donald E. First three picks off the board. Probably time to look, maybe start to get defensive. The Cleveland Browns should be coming up there. Good, your man Sterling Shepard. Tell yeah. something to come holler at me. You know what I'm saying? It's Sterling Shepard right there. Look, he's like, yeah, he let's get to, Sterling Shepard. Yeah, look at like Sterling Shepard's about to come Sterling in the Shepard. building. I want to holler at him right quick. I want to holler at him right quick. Somebody get Sterling to come in, come to come in the joint, to come in the joint. We bring Sterling Shepard, Shepard. Giants wide receiver. Yeah, uh huh. Because I want to, I want to holler at him. Giants wide receiver Sterling Shepard we'll coming in right take. now. Have a seat All right, so man. let's get Sterling mic'd up. Whatever he's out at the joint. Just for a little second. Rocking with us at Rock and Rollins tonight. And I seen him when they got out the Escalade and he was coming up in the joint, and I was like, that was son. First, let me start off by saying. Congratulations. You know what I mean? Thank the you. wedding. We everybody seen the videos. <laughs> it was lit, Crazy. son. It was lit. Looked like y'all was having a good time on that joint. Congratulations, my man. Thank you, bro. All right, so let's get into it right now. Uh, what does Saquon Barkley potentially do for this offense? You, Odell Beckham on one side, Ingram there in the tight end position. Now you got it back that everybody thinks has the potential to be an all-pro generational kind of talent with Eli there. What do you think this does for this offense? Uh, man, I think it will bring a lot if he comes in and does what he did, what he did in college. I mean, uh, you look at him, you got to load the box with him. And uh, that's something we've been missing out on in New York, so... Uh, we'll look forward to having that for sure. 
Sterling, when you look at the ground game, I, 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 I'm a former college running back. Okay. I hate when people say. Years ago, Sterling. <laughs> I hate when people say. I hate when people say. Oh, he's suiting the booty, son. I, he, he stay he, fresh. He, he, he stay fresh, son. That's it, Burberry. Watch it. Don't go unnoticed. I played against Eli in high school. That's how old I am. So we're the same age. So, but uh, I get tired of people talking about the position and and as it just being a monolith. But you know how the running game helps you guys out, especially when you have a game breaker. Can you explain to the folks out there how does that help you guys do your job? Yeah, I mean you have to defend it. That's that's the way it helps us. I mean those uh, linebackers they have to they have to they have to guard the run first, and that helps us a lot. Um, you know, it allows you to get behind them, and then uh, the safeties also have to to get in the running game a little bit too. And that keeps them off of us as well. So uh, it'll definitely help, like I said. And uh, we can't look. We can't wait to see see what it can bring to the table. Right quick, I want to announce that with the fourth pick in the draft, the Cleveland Browns select Denzel Ward. We'll get back and get some misanalysis on that when we come back. All right, Sterling. All right, so it's been some a lot of going on in the off season. Is Des Bryant going to be a part? Is Des Bryant going to be in that wide receiver group with you? I'm a uh, Dallas Cowboy I, fan. I, I don't know. That's a that's, that's a, a above organizational you? Yeah. decision. Um, you know, Des Bryant is a great talent. Love to have him, but yeah, that's that's out of my hands. I can't really. I feel like Sterling. When people watch you play, they only try to pigeonhole you as one guy. But going back to your Oklahoma games, you can play all spots, and there's about yeah. three different spots, maybe four, if you depend on the offense you're in. Yeah. What's been criminally underrated about your game as a receiver? I think just what you said. I mean, playing outside. Um, you know, I've been more of a slot guy. That's where I do most of my damage, and I love the slot. Uh, but I had times to go outside, and every time I went outside, uh, I showed up. And uh, in this offense with our new coaching staff and uh, the new offensive coordinator, uh, I will have a chance to go outside. So uh, I can't wait to see what I can do out there and show everybody what else what I can do. We also saw Baker Mayfield go number one overall from Oklahoma, right? You, you got some experience with that. Can you talk about being in that kind of culture? How does being there help prepare you for the next level, what Baker has been through in that school and how he's going to be able to be prepared for the next level? Yeah, first off, uh, Baker just has a mentality of he wants to win. Uh, when you have a guy like that, uh, it's not much you have to do to groom him to, to win ball games. I mean, he's going he's gonna to come to work with an attitude of winning every day. And uh, that's just what he did. So um, I'm, I'm happy for my boy. Uh, it was exciting to see him go go number one overall. All right, so there you go right there. That is Sterling Shepard, New York Giants wide receiver. My man, thanks that, man. a lot. Good that's looking out. Man. Nice really appreciate out. you, bro. Good luck this season. Stay healthy, man. So there you go. So check it out, Corey. The uh, New York Giants. The Cleveland Browns did, in fact, make that pick. There were some people that were wondering if that was a hot spot for trades, right? Yeah, uh uh-huh. But the Cleveland Browns went ahead. Because they still moved the pick, though. You feel what I'm saying? That's possible, too. But they did go ahead and select Denzel Ward, cornerback. Out of Ohio State. That's where the cornerbacks come from. Ohio State Ohio's and Florida Marshall State Lattimore, is where the secondary Conley. dudes come from. I.e. Denzel Ward fourth. I didn't think that was going to happen, to be 100% honest with you. Break it down. Yeah, I, you know, it's interesting because Ward is, is a good player. He's my third-rated cornerback prospect in his draft, uh, second-rated field corner. So that's the guy that has all the speed, all the ability to match up. I also like his ability in the slot, too. So I think he can play multiple positions on that secondary. They needed help in the secondary. They got a good player. Again, people look at positional value and all this stuff like that. Don't worry about where guys are drafted. Just get good players, and that's how your team Can I ask who you have in front of him? 
I have I'm a big Mike Hughes fan out of UCF. He is uh, the number one cornerback in my opinion because he can play all three. National champion UCF. UCF national <laughs> champions. They got, they got, they got rings. rings. And when you look at number two, I'm gonna give you my number two guy what about right Josh now. Josh Jackson. Jari Alexander is number two. Oh. So I have from where from where guy. Okay, we'll make sure he wasn't from A and T. UCF Louisville and then Ward. Ward is a fantastic corner. Cleveland got themselves a really good player at a position of need. Yeah. All right. What do you think, Mike Blewett? I mean, I certainly didn't see Ward going there. There was some debate as to whether or not he would make the top six or seven, but these picks have moved around a little bit differently than we anticipated, and I guess Cleveland probably shopped that pick a little bit, realized that they really want to pair somebody with Jabril Peppers, who was playing practically 30 yards off the ball <laughs> last year. He looks good um, against Rutgers, though. Yeah. So... I mean, we'll have – now they have two guys there. They obviously had Joe Hayden for a long period of time now. They have a replacement for him. They have Jabril Peppers there. They're starting to add to that defense. They obviously have a pass rusher in Garrett. They have Jamie Collins in the middle. They're just trying to round out the team now. They've made off. They've made free agency acquisitions at the offensive line last year. Now they have a QB, short-term, long-term. I, I think it makes sense. All right, DKMS.org has generously sponsored this show, meaning we're doing this without a lot of annoying commercials thanks to their generosity. And it isn't like some big business. This is an organization dedicated to ridding the world of blood cancer. Here goes their logo right here behind yeah. us. So, look, just go to DKMS.org and see what they're doing. If you want to try and save a life, they'll send you a swab kit. Rub it on your cheek and see if you match with someone in need of a donor. And from there, you can help save someone's life. It's DKMS.org. Let me tell you how cool this is. This is it. No pushy reads. Just look at their site. See if you want to donate. And now let us get back to the business of doing the analysis. Looks like I see my guy. No, no, that was Sterling. I don't see. That's so Sterling. Let's, let's go. We'll see. Let's see what the Broncos go with. And then Mike Fleur won't get ready to take it out to break. So let's get, get ready to get By the, the way, shout out to Roger Lewis, who's in studio as well. Oh, so yeah. Saquon yeah. was on Mike. That was Roger Lewis over there. Absolutely. I'm bad about that. Entire giant Sterling was on Mike. Cool. Good Bowling Green uh, Falcon right there. I did not know that was Roger Lewis. What are we going to do here? Because people were thinking that Denver was a hot spot to make a trade, too. But now with Rosen and Allen still there. Maybe John Elway and goes and gets a guy that he's going to be interesting to see what they do with this spot right here. They already got Baker Mayfield on the roster in Case Keenum. They signed him to (laughs) (laughs) E. Let it go, bro. First of all, no, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. This is what I don't get. If you're Minnesota, why wouldn't you retain Case Keenum? You significantly got worse. By bringing Kirk in Cousins? Kirk Cousins. What has he ever – this dude got a losing record, and you gave him $96 million guaranteed. They like the system. They, they think he can do it in he the system. He can do what? Hey, listen, he's an – I know what he is. He's a numbers quarterback. Pick is quarterback. in, Corey. He's, a number, he's the pick is in, so we'll get that clown, Roger Goodell, to come to the podium, and I hope my fellow Dallas Cowboy fans boo him as wholeheartedly as they can I think it's every Josh time Allen. he comes to the podium. I think and it's, it's Josh Allen. They, they, they pick they, Josh Allen over Rosen. I think they're going to go upset. Allen over Rosen. No, they like the big hands. They like the big hands. There you go right there. <laughs> Commissioner Roger Goodell at the podium. I want to thank you for rocking with us. Shout out to DKMS.org. Make sure you head over there. Check out their website because they're allowing us to do this with like limited commercials. Absolutely. And that's so cool because who wants to hear, who wants to hear, you know what I'm saying, another, 
whatever commercial. I don't want to diss nobody. Yeah, I don't want to diss nobody. I don't want to diss nobody. I love all the people that advertise Hello Fresh. They make the shit run. <laughs> yes. All right, Goodell is up there. He's talking about it. Oh, my God. It. What a fraud. But listen, you got Chubb there as well that could add to your right. defense. Yeah, you're right. Nick Chubb is I mean, defense already Bradley Chubb there on the other side. Yeah, uh-huh. Imagine that Excuse with Vaughn Miller on one yeah. side. But the pick is in. I think it's going to be a quarterback. They, they Quarterback stink now. But they probably take another project, though. They haven't been able to yeah, hit like with Josh these How is that Case Keenum deal is set up? Is it? Is it? They can't can they they get, get out, out It's one. Mike Glennon-esque. They, they can get out That's after one That's tough for Keenum. He get one game away from the Super Bowl. What do you have to do if you're Case Keenum to get a stable Bradley job Chubb. in the NFL? Bradley it is Chubb. Bradley Chubb right, out so of you go North right Carolina there. State the to wolf, add to that defense, Corey. The Wolfpack. Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb, the big DN coming out there. Pass rush to go to a team that that yeah the pass rush to go to a team that's excellent on defense. Mike Blewett, what do you think? When they add him now to the other side with Von Miller, that gives him some long term stability at the pass rush. They lost Malik Jackson a couple of years to go to free agency. I think it makes sense. They have a bunch of quarterbacks now that they can get by with for a year, maybe two. Here's what I'll say. The Broncos have drafted more quarterbacks since 2012 than any other team in the league. Now, three of those were seventh-round picks, Simeon and Chad Kelly, and uh, I think Zach Dysart was one of their picks as well. But So they are comfortable with taking quarterbacks in the latter rounds. Paxton Lich is their first-round project. Do they still? Does they still feel like they have one last chance to resurrect Paxton Lynch? Maybe, but I still see them taking somebody in the latter rounds here. That QB room will get pretty crowded, but they're comfortable, obviously, with taking quarterbacks in later rounds. Let me tell you something right here, because Rosen and Allen are still here. Colts are going to trade down. I'm telling you right now. Colts yeah. are going to trade down. Come wait, on, wait, wait, wait a minute now. On, What's going on here? On, Colts are going to trade down. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. The Colts <laughs> are going to trade down. <laughs> you got Rosen still left. You got Allen still left. The Colts are fielding offers right now. Their phone is burning hot. To me, Allen is the non-factor here. Like I think, like I said on Jake Sealy's show. If someone wants to trade up for but, him and invest, like take the deal, no? But like I said on Jake Sealy's show, I think at the end of the day. That was called FST. That's not Jake Sealy's show. Oh. I'm just playing. I, I love the all-in kid. I love the all-in kid. Shout out to the all-in I, I kid, think, Jake Seeley. I think at the end of the day, uh, logic will kick in. And teams will realize, like, wait a minute. This guy hasn't been spectacular his entire career. Juco, high school, college. No. So let's cool the Jets. Maybe he's the one that was falling. Maybe they were talking about mm-hmm. Rosen. But I think, Allen. people realize, like, yo, why would we, would we invest this high of a draft pick in a guy that hasn't been consistent. And don't forget the tweets, but I think the, I think the tweets is whack. I, I, I don't, that's I don't, not going to do anything. No, that's I don't think yeah. it could cost him a couple of that is. Yeah, but that cost him a few picks. And it, and it cost the money, too. All right, so here we go. Going to get ready. Colts pick is in. They gonna did not ready. trade. All right, well, let's get a Colts pick. Then after the Colts pick, where could this we be We're going to get out and head out to the it, break. Could this be the guard? Could this be Quentin Nelson to protect Andrew Luck? It, well, so yeah, they need somebody to protect Someone's Andrew Luck. Someone's got to protect Andrew Luck. Could this be Quentin Nelson? Or it can be Marvin Harrison. I think they could be taking this pick to trade it. Right, that's they a, like dra- NBA style, draft. right? Yeah. That is they can the NBA draft move, the right? There. That they know someone else wants. Yeah, like and then Eli was drafted answer. first, right? And he right. became a giant, and the Chargers and that's why we're picked fourth, be here and until Rivers became midnight, a- because trades might happen a little bit later on in the draft too. Well, we are definitely going to be here on midnight. Well, I'm saying we got all these. I'm the only one who's had a shot so far. When the Jets made the pick, I was excited about it. What you waiting until Lamar Jackson gets drafted? I wanted the Browns <laughs> to do the right. <laughs> this, wait, wait. If they stay here, I think this could be Roquan, Roquan Smith. Be Roquan Smith. That's well, interesting. I want that would be an ideal to get fit. Him. That's actually that's an ideal fit. Yeah, they got a new Roquan? they got a new system coming in there. That's and Roquan true. Smith going to be a four three too. That could be true. Get some actual he good speed play, on defense. Yeah. 
Indianapolis Colts on the board. Once we get the pick in, we'll get you that mm-hmm. pick. We'll get you that pick. Then we'll head out the break, and then we we'll come back and they break took it Oka down. Last year on and defense, then we we'll come side. back and break it down right quick. You smell what I'm saying? Yeah, yep. buddy. Because it's limited commercial interruption by no, DK. So we, this should have been like this last year too. Because hey. we were trying to get to, shout, out to, shout out to the homie Don Burns too. Yeah, shout out to the homie Don Burns. Go that way. Don Burns, hey, Don Burns, Burns definitely. It was the first I mean, time we did it last year. You wanted all the the he had a good wrinkles time. ironed he had a good time out. Time down in the misery. Mike, I just want to shout out to Don Burns because Don oh, Burns was rock- Yeah, we love Don Burns. Don, Don Burns rocking with us hey, last year. coming to the podium. So shout out to that clown, Roger Goodell, coming to the podium. I'll actually be there tomorrow for. Oh, oh go, you go, came go, here go tonight. Ahead, go ahead, name. Go ahead, Go ahead, name drop. I came tonight, but tomorrow I'll be covering the draft, and also I'll be there for. The Colts are protecting Andrew Luck, taking Notre Dame guard Quentin Nelson. He finished your thought. Let me go ahead out the break. No, I'll just be here. I'll be there uh, Friday and Saturday for the rest of the draft. All right, so then we make sure we get you up back all here during the week and break some down some of these picks. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy Special Edition right here live. Rockin' Raleigh's 2018. Jets and Giants already off the board. Got Saquon Barkley. Got Sam Donald, both New York City residents right now. As we continue, we come back on the other side. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bucks A lot of things they can do in this position right here. But whatever it is, they got to get it right. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy NFL Draft Edition. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the NFL Draft 2018. We just had the Indianapolis Colts take Quentin Nelson off of Notre Dame to bolster that offensive line and support Andrew Luck. Coming up next, we got the Tampa Bay Bucks. Then we got the Chicago Bears. Then we got the San Francisco 49ers. Emery, let's get into the Tampa Bay Bucks. A lot of people know they need a running back, but they're not going to go ahead and get one of these running backs right now. I got to think they're going on the defensive side of the ball. You know a guy? Oh, ooh, we have a trade. We have a trade. Mike Florio, is that confirmed? Adam Schefter is reporting the trade has happened. The Buffalo Bills have gone up to go ahead and take this pick with the Tampa Bay Bucks. What that means, obviously, is that they like Rosen or they like Allen. They saw that their guy was still there at seven. It could be they Lamar. spent the draft capital and made the trade with Tampa Bay. Hey, Florio, do we know yet what it is that they gave up? Did they give up both first-round picks to go all the way up to seven with Tampa Bay? According to Adam Schefter's tweet, they are trading their two second-round picks. Ooh, so they still have both first round you picks. You talked about that in the first hour, Blew it. How that is they moved interesting. Two second rounds. 
instead of the first. So yeah, they had a lot of draft capital. Let me get this right, though. But they did not trade their first-round picks. It sounds like they traded both second-round picks to get to the Another NFL reporter is saying it is the 12th and the two seconds. Okay, so we still need to get clarification on what the price was. But regardless here, Corey, I'm sorry. Buffalo is here at 7. They've got to be going for their quarterback. Is it Allen or is it Rosen? So get the tables. The Buffalo Bills are on the clock. Their fan base, they wow fan base is on the clock right now. This was the team most likely to to trade up to get a quarterback. Blew it. It has fallen right into place for them with – Rosen and Allen still on the clock. And Lamar Jackson. I and Lamar, yeah, I, I, don't want, I don't want to forget Lamar Jackson because I don't want E to hit me. That's right. I'm saying, but, but go ahead. I don't want to say, but, but. I mean, you're going to have a California QB coming in here uh, into mm. Buffalo playing in that kind of weather. That's something to consider. You worry as about well. that? Didn't like I worry there. about that a little bit. He's okay. played in L.A. his whole life. You know, he's a Southern California kid his whole life. Now, obviously, he's going to play plenty of warm weather games. I'm not saying that that's. If they, it's something you have to consider. I do think this is Rosen, but if for me, at this point, I would take Lamar Jackson. If they um, trade up to take Allen, you're going to walk off set. That's, Here, I got this for you. I got this for you just in that case. Is, to, that is, to that would be the, the worst. Numb Rosen, the I'm okay with, but if they trade up to take Allen, if they traded two second-round picks where they could have enhanced their receiving core to take Allen, that would be – I don't be, think they're going to do that. And Rosen is the guy that can come in and start. Can Rosen go up to yeah. Buffalo when it's cold in December when it's and make cold it happen? Outside, everybody's cold. Yeah, I agree with that sentiment right there. When it's cold outside, everybody's cold. Yeah, I, I feel everybody's cold, cold if you've been in California all your life. Where do football players come from? Florida, Texas, and California? That's true because they can practice year round. <laughs> and Louisiana. <laughs> no, and Louis. Excuse me, E. And Jersey. And and and, and, and Louisiana. The pick is in. It looks like, however, you need to get walking because it looks like the Bills <laughs> have gone to Wyoming. T- quarterback Josh Allen the Bills have invested their draft capital jumped up to go on and get Josh Allen and his big hands he they're gonna be mad when he throws them intercepts in the cold boy I tell you that when, when you look at Josh Allen here's the thing he is a guy that is he's not he's not trash however he has to be the type to put on a pitch count. The comparison I gave for Josh Allen was um, the guy that plays out here in New York in uh, Eli Manning. Josh McCown. <laughs> McCown. McCown. Josh, Josh McCown. McCown, the good version of Josh McCown. But when you look at Allen and what he does well, inside the red zone, he's pretty efficient. He doesn't turn the ball over. He scores touchdowns. He's a great athlete. Uh, but the problem is everything else. And you, you have to keep him on. If you have him – throwing the football more than 25 times a game, you're playing losing football. You have him on that pitch count 19 to maybe 20 with a strong running game, something that they don't have right now, or what they do with LaShawn McCoy. Um, So that's the thing. I think, yes, he can make certain plays, but if if you have him throwing the football like he's an air raid quarterback, that's going to be a problem. We saw him do well in certain situations. We didn't see him do well at all in games that mattered against those power five opponents. That's why I worry about this trade for the Bills. So we got Baker, Darnold, Allen. That's Almost all right the faces now. are gone. I mean, I got to be Josh honest. Allen. I I have uh, when I whenever we were doing mock drafts, I had Allen to the Bills almost every time. I just okay. thought it's the way that it was going to fall. But I am a little surprised that they traded up to get him. Obviously, they really like him, uh, and they'll they'll give him a year to develop. They can put McCarron out there for a year. Right, although I can you. see that being like the Jaguar situation a few years ago, where yeah, McCarron's a starter, and then if it doesn't go well after a month, then Allen's in, just right, so- like they did with Henny and Portals. 
This is a team that made or the playoffs. Or Lennon and Trubisky. This is a right. team that made the playoffs in the Buffalo Bills for the first time last season, spitting speeds. Yep. Are they going backwards? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, they are I going this. backwards. I don't I can want do them this very to go concise. backwards. I don't want them to go backwards. Listen, I've been saying it for a long time. I said it all fall with you. Tyrod Taylor is one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the NFL. I agree with he that. He has the lowest turnover percentage in the NFL all time. But do now what you're going to do, do, put do, a do he get there? it done, though, in big moments? Do he get it done? Cheers. Listen, Here's- whether he got it done or not, I will still take T-Mobile over some kid from Wyoming. Yes, that is a step back. Now, if you're a defense, you stop shady and that's about it here's the thing i'll say though about the bills they are in the midst of a significant roster turnover just started last year they've traded reggie ragland who is a high pick they are Mm -hmm. trading tons of guys that don't fit the scheme they brought in players that they liked like kelvin benjamin from uh, from carolina because brandon bean and mcdermott are familiar with them i think they continue to do this putting their stamp on their team it's kind of amazing that they made the playoffs last year to be honest when they were ditching guys and i think this is a couple of more year plan you can't just say because they make the playoffs this year and might miss it this year that they're not doing the right thing because this could be a, a two or three game swing in the wrong direction when they're ultimately trying to put their stamp on this team maybe being a perennial playoff uh team you know it doesn't necessarily mean that they're the organizationally going backwards if they miss the playoffs this year does that make sense yeah it makes sense and when you look at buffalo um i think they got now you got to turn their attention to the perimeter you know you got to get better weapons on the outside you know they have good tight ends i believe their offensive line is questionable now that's another issue um zay jones look quick in that hotel hallway zay, <laughs> no it's not nice that's i mean they, nice. they lost three offensive linemen lost, from right. last year and, and we don't know Reed, right. if incognito is actually retiring or if he's playing but that's a question mark defensively they, they were better last year but i think this team is is now that we're going to look back on that that trade and like man what were they thinking when they made this move but for Tampa Bay you just swap first round picks you pick up two seconds to go along with what they already had Tampa Bay could position themselves to not only help their secondary but also find that running back that they need they in the need, second they, round they, they, they Tampa was the type of team that needed to do a trade yes. like that. now they're adding three players in the first two rounds they're going to probably draft somebody like Minka Fitzpatrick at 12 could be somebody different, but it could be somebody like right. that or Jermaine Edmonds. And then they have to hammer the defensive backfield in this draft. They've if they can terrible. get Duran James, that's a good look for them right there. Mm-hmm. If sure. they can get Duran, if they can get Duran James. Because, listen, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they got some talented pieces. But here's the thing. They got to be able to put this all together. Dirk Cutter, Jameis Winston, both of them in trouble if they can't start to figure this thing out. Tampa Bay makes a good move right here. I think it's more uh, Cutter's in trouble because he was the one that backdoored. Get the he yeah. was the one that, that backdoored Lovey to get that job because he was saying, I can help Winston reach that high level. I think the issue is that they don't have anyone to take some of the pressure off Winston in the running game. So I would be interested to see what they do in that second round. You know, Maybe a Rashad Penny, maybe a Sony Michelle, maybe one of those backs to go and make the, uh, the offense better. They could also go ahead and sign a guy like C.J. Anderson. Or no, you go like and get that. you get you get younger. But we do in fact have the details on that trade. Okay, the Bills gave up their first round pick, so they swapped the twelve and the seven, mm-hmm. and then Buffalo gave up both of their second round picks, mm-hmm. the fifty three and the fifty nine. I do believe mm-hmm. so. Tampa winds up going to the twelve spot and accumulating two more picks tomorrow night. Corey. All right, so there we go, right there. We are rocking and rolling through round one, introducing you to the fantasy football stars of tomorrow, right here live from Rock and Raleigh. Studio 34 on an NFL draft night. When we come back on the other side, the monsters of the midway are on the clock. Let you know who they pick. Plus, Bills 
And then plus, Bill's Mafia, one of the leaders, one of the crazy men, Gabe Morrissey from FNTSY Radio. He joins us right here on the program. It's the Fantasy Football Frenzy.